Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, sometimes, but always in my life, is my wife, Mary. How are you today? I'm good, Timothy. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Mary, you're not really drinking anything uh, today. No, the, I'm not. No. I had a sip of seltzer. That's good. If that counts. It counts. Okay. It counts. I don't like beer, everybody. I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I am drinking a Jack's Abbey lager. It is delicious. It is light. And it is wonderful. Nice purple can. But anyway, we're not really here to talk about beer because you don't really like beer. We're here to talk about something that is very important to you and me. Mm-hmm. The PBS special. Free to be you and me. <laughs> no. I do like PBS. Yeah. No. We're not here to talk about that at all. We're here to talk about... We're here to talk about the remake of The Lion King that Disney just released, which we just saw approximately like an hour ago, two three, hours ago. Three hours ago. Three hours it ago. started three hours ago. It started like that. Actually, well, yeah, because there was a kid behind us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. That <laughs> right before Lava Webb saying it, thus ruining the moment of the pretty sunset completely. Ugh, little kids in the movie theater, man. It was rough. It was rough. And I'm usually like very patient with kids in the movie theater. Oh, it's a kid's movie. Parents want to take their kids. There's one kid who was just crying the whole time. The whole time? The, the literally whole the whole time. time. And there was like one lady who was like, hey, next to me. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah, it's like time to escort your child out. And it's it's too late. Let's go. That's right. Like, Look, yeah. when spoilers for The Lion King for all of them. But like when Mufasa's about to die. And your kid's like, like, and it's not related to Mufasa's death at all. Get that kid out of here. Yeah, they were crying before the movie. I know. Yo, 20 minutes before the movie. It was like the that popcorn kid. commercial and they were crying. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I mean, I don't really need quiet when a hot dog is singing. But when the trailer, <laughs> but when the trailers start, that's the important thing. I know. Bit. I was like, I got to hear this Mulan trailer. I know. I got to hear this Mulan trailer. I got to scoff at this Maleficent trailer. Oh, don't get me started. Do you want to give me, like, free reign for, like, a hot second? No, because I actually want to come back to Maleficent okay. in the middle of our Lion King conversation. Okay. He's got a plan. So we just so what did you so what did you think of The Lion King, this remake? So first of all, I love The Lion King, as do all millennials, because if you're a good millennial, you, you saw grew it. up with The Lion King. It was one of your favorites, whatever. So I've always loved The Lion King, but this, it was beautiful, first and foremost. Beautiful looking. And, like, me, so for folks who don't know, my degrees in wildlife biology i've watched a lot of nature documentaries uh over the years and um just love observing wildlife and looking at this i'm like wow they really took a good look at wild wild animals how they move um how they're built like you could see the veins 
in the lion's like legs yeah, I saw that and in the sarabi. You could see like yeah. the veins on one paw. Yeah, at one point. All, yeah. all the muscles, the claws. The you could see the ribs and like the way they're breathing. And so they really took a lot of attention to detail, not just on the lions, but on like all the all the animals. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like beautiful. However, like the the story, the music, everything. It was just flat. It was, it was flat. It was so flat. Yeah, and that's the thing because, like, he, I said this. I said this to you in the movie, well, after the movie. But I said Disney was in a real tough place. Like, if they let's say they didn't have a choice and they were going to make it, because you could say option three, you didn't have to make it at all, but you did it anyway. But they did anyway. So their choice after making it was either change some things and upset people because, like, why would you change something that is mm-hmm. perfect? Or don't change really anything, which they did, and it was dull. And it, really it dull. did not have any – it did not have a heart or feeling. It had – it was like watching a nature documentary where they talked, yeah. which is cool for about 10 minutes, and then mm. the effect wears off on yeah. you. Yeah, because you're like, okay, where's the story? Like, and I, I, I mean, said the this, story's there. The it story is there. It. Yeah, no, no. no, no. no the story's there. But I think the what I said to you when we walked out of the theater, I feel like the cartoon, like the 2D cartoon from 1993 or whatever, 94, 93, 93. 92. I don't know when it came out. Whatever. I was a baby. Um, but when it came out, like that felt richer than this did. Even the score. like And Hans Zimmer did the score. And I was so sad because it was like this very subdued score. And like there's... You know, Labo M singing at the beginning of Circle of Life. And I like, I love Labo M. His voice is beautiful. It's so robust. And that was about all of the singing, like the background choral pieces that we, we got. Like there was no, um, like the music wasn't really like African influence. I didn't feel like that South African vibe that you get from no, from took, the cartoon, Hans, which was like Hans so Zimmer rich. Zimmer took his own melodies and kind of stripped them back. He, mm. he stripped his orchestrations back. Maybe by direction, I would assume by direction, and you oh, know, yeah. like you know, it's somebody's decision. John Favreau's the director or producers, whatever, to say, you know, like let's go in a different, let's go in a different way mm. here. But there was music when there shouldn't have been, and then when you needed the score to swell in some particular way, it was like, and where are you? It was very minimalist. It's like a, maybe it's like. Yeah, it's 2019. I, everything's minimalist now. Yeah, guys. maybe, like, but yeah, I, I just, but, but even even the heart of the film felt minimalist. Like mm-hmm. many of the many of the actors, or the you know the characters were like saying the right things and doing what they were supposed to do, but nobody felt anything. It was very like, like um. I mean, like you said, like nobody's feeling anything, but like the lines, like the way I'm talking right now, that's how all the lines came out. Kind of. There's no spark. No. Like, no. You know. And I think, well, there's, there's like, I think there are a couple of reasons for that. One, Disney backed themselves into a corner by making it a completely realistic looking film mm-hmm. because now the animals can't emote the way that they should Cartoon, yeah, to complement yeah. the lines because they're, they're, they look real. But even like a cat's face doesn't emote the way that we even see like a dog's face mm-hmm. emote or even Rafiki emote like could remote like you had a deeper connection to like you could have a deeper connection to Rafiki in the in the parts that you have mm-hmm. because he's because he's a primate yeah and he so, was like my favorite part of the whole be, thing because he had that like soul of the original be, f- but not, feel, not yeah. it, but but 
he but his face emoted it in a did. way that a cat's yeah. doesn't in yeah. real life. So it just like you have an as a human being, you have a connection to him mm-hmm. that you that you wouldn't yeah. to the cat. But anyway, but the actors, most of them, not all of them, but most of them are used to playing around with their face. They're not they're not voice actors. Yeah. And so if so it I said to the to Jen the, the our friend that we saw it with it's like watching a play or a movie where everyone's wearing a mask mm-hmm. where they can't like it, they can only use their voice and the mask shows nothing it's like but, the like the musical the Lion uh, King musical no, even, even then they're like no, that, that's, that's like the, so no, that's vibrant not the same and, because yeah. they no you're, the, the, that's their faces it's like watching like V for Vendetta but everybody wears the V mask Very true. yeah all over the place and you can only rely on the voice because that's what voice acting really is but in the booth but most of them couldn't do it and so with that plus it looking realistic there the everything felt very slow it did actually yeah it was very slow like when the stampede came down and everything i was like you could get out of that no problem you could get out of that that's my first thought when like mufasa's about to die i'm like you just move to the side. You could have just stayed no, on the side. There's no danger. There was no like kinetic energy in the film, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like everything feels like slow motion. And then there were bits where there were slow motion and they felt really slow. Yeah, like with Be- the antelope or because like it, leaping, you're like, wow, that's so pretty. Right. But it was like, because it's it looked pretty. Like, but it's like, like it would be like watching Planet, Planet Earth. Earth, right? Or uh, any Richard Attenborough documentary where they're moving at a David. at a nor- David, not Richard. <gasps> yeah. Um, they're moving at a re- they they're moving at a regular pace, but that doesn't help the movie at all because you're like, okay, let's just get a. It felt very slow. Get very slow. Sleepy, almost like sleepy. Sleepy. Yep. Yeah. I agree. I think that. Um, and I'm even thinking like so going like even so we're saying like the the stage musical like one of my favorite musicals of all time why because they took the cartoon and they amped it up for the stage obviously because you have you know, you're taking a cartoon making people play lions on stage and whatever so you have to kind of be a little over the top but they added music in like there's a whole sequence like at the beginning of the second half of the of the show where it's just like people regular people and like this like colorful African dress yeah. and they like sing and they've got this like awesome song. And it's just like, it's just like, Oh yeah. It gets you like into the, the groove of it. And I wish that there was more of that, like in the background music and it had more like vibrant. Well, I, that goes two ways because the, the musical plays up the African root, like the African roots. Yeah, I like geological the roots. Yeah. roots of the story. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, no, it is, but like the the play because it's done like they are people. They're supposed to be tribes, right? They are. They're not supposed. They're not really playing lions. They're playing tribes that like worship the lion. That's always been my read on it. Like they're, you know what I mean. Like they're they're wearing a mask. They're wearing a headdress. They're, you know what I mean. Like they. Yeah, no, still, I never got that. Oh. Yeah, I always kind of felt like they were still people, and so are there people putting on a story? Something like that. Yeah, t- telling some, a story. They're people telling a right, story. Something like that, where they don't try to hide the fact that they're people and a cartoon mm. is a cartoon. So this like goes goes and makes it a, a nature documentary yeah. with music. But because of that, none of it plays. Well, I I thought that they were gonna do like so if you've seen the jungle book, when they did the jungle book, I think they did mocap on, on all of the faces of the actors. 
I think they did that for this too, because the Jungle Book was basically a trial run for, for this. For the Lion okay, King. yeah, because this didn't feel like anybody's face emoted anything. In the Jungle Book, I was like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" <laughs> like the orangutan King Louis. Mm-hmm. I was like, "God, it's Christopher Walken!" Like it, it, that right. was kind of creepy. I could have done without that. Ooby doo, ooby doo. I want to be, <laughs> be like, like you. you. Um, I, I don't know. See, see I. If you go, so there was the 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 trailer for the Cats musical before this, right? Oh my goodness! And it was like that was hard. That was horrifying. Weepy. Because, but see, that's but that's the, but that's because they looked like cat people with the face of Judy Dench or Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, I could no, like not Vanessa them. Hudgens. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, not Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, Vanessa. Oh my gosh. Hudson. Hudson. Jennifer like, Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I started, I started, I started oh my the God. Vanessa Jennifer and that was Hudson. Wrong. Yeah. Or, you know, Ian McKellen or James Corden or, there. right. I know. And like, and oh God, you're like, it, it looks, it just looks very strange. But it was it, like this weird, like creepy. Yes. They're weird, creepy cats. Circus cat. That's right. Thing, they're weird, like, creepy but, cats. That's the whole point of the, it's. It's a weird show, and I don't like it. That's not really the point of us being here. But yeah, uh, if the but if Disney went that route with the Lion King, that doesn't work either. Be like it's Beyonce's face on a lion, Why? right? Some Why? people may like that. I don't know. No, it just I was disappointed. I I yeah. I think I the more I think about it, the more disappointed I become. Mm. And you know, and I love the Lion King. It's not my favorite. I love The Lion King. Even the Broadway show, I love Circle Life, and after that, it kind of takes a dive for me. Not like a movie, like a dive like this. Can't be married anymore. Yeah, but (laughs) it gets good, but it's, I don't know, it's just like, it doesn't play well. It doesn't play well for me. I don't know. I'm not sure why. But um, but here, they, they... They almost, like, tried to pretend that they weren't even making a musical... Or yeah, the music was all the songs were subdued. Yeah, well, I mean, because they, I guess they had to be right because it looked real, because it because they yeah. looked like like real animals. So I can't wait to be king if all of a sudden they're like making bug eyes and the colors all background and like yeah. weirdly psychedelic and stuff. That doesn't work. Yeah, that one was probably the most like bouncy of the songs. Like "Be Prepared" was barely a song. I agree, but I don't think that "Be Prepared." works you yeah, know it wouldn't have like with all the the, the the hyenas goose stepping no, no, yeah, like that weird. doesn't that no. won't that wouldn't play in no. this little world right. so i kind of liked be prepared and i can't wait to be king was fun actually they they incorporated some of the original choreography from the film mm-hmm. into their real movement so i i kind of enjoyed that but the rest of it doesn't play yeah. hakuna and, matata was just like yeah some of their back and forth was very good mm. um I'm not sure, but you could tell that every actor recorded by themselves, mm. maybe except for some of the hyenas and, and Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Everybody else felt like they were solitary. Mm. They, nobody was there talking to them. Yeah. And some actors are, I don't want to say more accomplished, but maybe more accomplished than they could handle something yeah. like that. James Gerald Jones has plenty of practice. Yeah. Like recording in a booth by himself and emoting Darth Vader his previous take on Mufasa. Yeah. He was my favorite. The whole, the whole thing. It's just like, Oh yeah. James Earl Jones. I did. Somebody might've been John Favreau did an interview where it was like, they were talking about getting James Earl Jones back. Mm. And so why did you get him back as a poet? Cause everybody else got recast and you know, it's a part of it is the voice, you know, you just, it's hard to pick anybody else mm. for that part. And if he's still available, but with him being older, he sounds 
more wise than he used. He sounds wiser yeah. than he used to than he did even before because he's a king like on the edge of his on the end of his reign. Mm-hmm. Like he's learned a lot by you yeah. know he's tired and he's you know so it um it adds more gravitas than he mm-hmm. even originally had. Yeah, which I, I thought was pretty cool and true. I think. Yeah. And the Chiwa Geofor did an amazing job as Scar. Yeah, he was. I, I think he menacing. was actually my favorite part of the movie because I love Scar. I like that character, and Jeremy Irons is fantastic. And I really didn't think that anybody could match up to that the way that it would be hard to get anybody but James Earl Jones for mm-hmm. Mufasa. But he was real scary. He like, was. And, he was like Shere Khan in the yeah. The Idris Elba. Shere Khan. Idris Elba. Yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah. Idris Elba. And it he was, was excellent too. Spooky. Yeah, yeah. There's something. Yeah. What. It, Credit to John. Credit to John Favreau for getting the villain down correctly mm-hmm. each time. Each big cat, scary villain, whatever. But yeah, that was it. And then I think the hyena. Actually, I, the hyenas were good. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the hyenas. They were actually felt a little bit more threatening here. A lot more threatening in yeah. this version than they do in the cartoon. They're played more for the comedy. Yeah, yeah the kids. I think so. I think that like the the subduedness of this worked towards Scar because it was yep. just this whole time you're like on the edge of your seat. Like he's so like quiet and subdued. And it's like that, like quiet menace. Mm-hmm. That's like, mm-hmm, you yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're, yeah, I doesn't... don't know. Like, Oh, when's he going to like take a swipe at him? You know, it's so very, you know, you know, that's a good point. Well, so, so if we, if you took out the music from the film, like the song, like the, you know, the songs with lyrics, mm. does this movie play better? Like, if they're not trying to dance around some of the music, but they mm-hmm. all kind of played it in a bit of a darker, more mature way, does the is the movie better? Or is it still kind of missing something? I think it's still kind of missing something. I, what I felt like... So, well, one thing that, like, struck me... I think because they were trying to like they were trying not to do too much with it, but they were trying to update it at the same time. So like when they're eating all the little grubs and stuff, and mm-hmm. Timon goes, oh, "This is so umami," and I'm like, Ugh. "It's just like it, we're trying to be like modern. It's 2019, picking up on like things that like fads right now." Oh right, it felt yeah. like it was like playing to the fads because he said, "Oh, this is organic." And oh yeah, said, are oh, these yeah. local? Oh yeah, they just came from right here. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, yeah, from right here. That was actually that was funny. It was funny. It was funny, yeah, but yeah. it's like you're playing to the fad of right now. Yeah, you didn't like Timon and Pupa, but I I enjoyed Timon and Pupa. Yeah, but like the, I don't know, like I don't know if that'll hold up well ten years from now. No, probably probably not. Well, I mean, sometimes a fad is around to stay. Yeah, maybe if, I don't know. I don't know, but I I can watch The Lion King and not say like the, like the cartoon and not, it's not be like dated. It's not dated. It's it's like funny every time like the funny stuff is funny the well but so here's the so here's the thing you could say you could watch the original aladdin Mm -hmm. and look at some of robin williams jokes which are very dated in that film some of them are yeah yeah well i can't believe it i'm losing to a rug who makes rodney dangerfield jokes anymore (laughs) you know like (laughs) yeah true so yeah but like yeah or jack nicholson jokes he does a jack nicholson impression in that movie too yeah okay sparky oh yeah that's right yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. but that i mean those are dated but but like i didn't know that until just now okay you know what i mean but i still find it funny okay so 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 this movie for children would they still will they still find it funny because this movie is for children. Yeah, I don't. You know, or would you know. still find a joke about organic meat funny in ten years, just like the way you find a joke about Jack Nicholson funny 
20 years later. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I well, don't know, Timothy. 10 years, we'll wait and see. I'll, but... I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. What What really ground my gears on this film, I think more than anything, was Simba's like, okay, I'm going to go back and it's gonna, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be king and stuff. And I saw my dad via lightning-ish thing in the clouds because this is, quote, unquote, the realistic version. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't have real ghost dad in the in sky. The we just had to have you cloud have shapes. Be. Yeah, so... That I was like, is still, he in there? Like, that scene was Mufasa? still good. Yeah. That scene was still good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, I actually really, I at the beginning of the film when Rafiki didn't have a staff, I was like, because it's a realistic, I get it. Yeah. And then he pulls it out of the tree, and I was like, yes, there it is, because yeah. he's a primate, and he <laughs> can use tools. I get it. I get what you're doing there. Anyway. It's just in his closet. Basically, his closet <laughs> hole. Yeah. You gotta get me one of those <laughs> closet holes. Just like Wee! pull up a floorboard. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get working on that. Yeah, that lion, that lion hair made it a really long way. Like, an oh obs- man, yeah, that was like the dung beetle. Well, it I- starts like off of Simba, and then like because he picks up in the cartoon. I was like, what is going on here? In the cartoon, it's like little like pieces of grass that float on the wind. That's right. That he picks up, and he's like, and he sniffs it. Yeah, and he's like, I ah. guess technically that went a long way too. So I guess the hair actually makes more sense. But they gave it more of like a little story. Like it gets eaten by a giraffe, it gets pooped out. The dung beetle rolls it into dung. The dung falls off of the little embankment. And then a bird picks it up, puts it in a nest, and then the other bird is like, I don't like this. Get this out of yeah, here. The, the female bird was like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> no. Get this out of my house. Yeah. Felt familiar to me. Yeah. <laughs> Pick up this dust. <laughs> Pick up the, no, it felt more like, uh, from like, look, I got this nice lamp. And you're like, that's terrible lamp. Get this out of here. <laughs> Return that. Some of his lamps, everybody, I will tell you. They Look, made their way I'm to the sorry, basement. you don't like the color orange or Charlie Brown. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it literally looks like Charlie Brown's t-shirt. It's now in the basement. It's not actually Charlie Brown. It just the lampshade looks like his t-shirt design. That's not important. What's important is that that light is up for sale if anybody wants it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the the fluff, the little tuft of the lion tuft hair. of fluff. Okay, I lost Look my, your gears. I lost my. Oh, so so Simba is ready to go back, and he's like, "I am Simba, son of Mufasa," and he really should have been like, "And I am king" or something like that, but he didn't. Not yet, neither here nor there. Whatever. And he starts running, and then this really lame song from Beyonce came on. Spirit, and I was Spirit, something about the great I am, and I was like, "Is this a Christian rock song?" That's what I thought too. <laughs> Be the great I am, and I was like, "The what?" I'm the sorry. I was very confused. I was like, I don't know. You that... couldn't really understand the lyrics. And it was just like this blasting, like, yeah. Beyonce's got it didn't, nice pipes. It did not like... fit into, it didn't fit into the, the scene. Or the, like, the style of music is totally different from everything else in the film. It was and like then, poppy. Right. And then you completely miss out, completely miss out on Hans Zimmer's themes like majestically coming to fruition. You hear bits of them through the movie and they're kind of supposed to all play in that moment. And instead we get like something somebody wrote like in a bathroom stall 10 minutes before they had to record. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I feel like Beyonce's voice, they were showcasing her voice, put it in the credits or have her sing Shadowland because that would have been awesome. Right. Right. Like, I like Beyonce. I think she's very talented, but I think they just like wasted wasted her talent on this random song that didn't really fit completely in with the movie. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and that's a it's really a shame because she and Donald Glover sing "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," which was very which it was which was good. which was very lovely, even though it was the daytime 
whatever. Yeah, it wasn't actually nighttime. I was like, I was like, it's the evening. It's dusk. It's not even dusk. It's a crepuscular song. It's, it's not. It's just. It's just the daytime. Although they did do a smart thing and did not do that weird, like um, those weird close-ups or medium close-ups of the lions when they're like Simba and Nala when they're staring at each other intently. And oh then yeah. Simba goes down. And you're like, whoa! All right, you know, feeling the love tonight. I understand. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's a, this is a kids movie. Yeah, this that they they skirted over that, and I appreciate. That. Yeah, they just kind of like sat next to each other on a nice rock, and they're like, "Wow, look at this view!" Wow, it's so let's so, snuggle. It's nice up here on the rock. Yeah, I did like the extra animal friends. I did, I always like the little critters. I liked this in the Jungle Book too. The little side critters, they're cute. I don't remember the side critters from the Jungle Book. There's a penguin at all. I believe you. What I is just it? It's a man cub. Man cub. Man cub. Man cub. Nope, I really don't remember that at all. But I believe you. And I think when the film did go in a different direction, it was way more interesting. Mm. Even it was even if it wasn't a completely different direction, but say like um when the right before Be Prepared, when the hyenas are complaining about Scar mm-hmm. and we see um we I mean they're complaining about Mufasa and Scar comes up and we see them make a deal with him. Mm-hmm. So like the hyenas feel like their own thing, and Scar isn't really randomly their leader for no reason. Yes, there was like some nice like explanations for things. Yeah. I guess if they, like no, I guess oh, I see that how that connects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Scar wanting Sarabi to be his queen, yeah, so the lions would kind of fall in line. Things like that. I was behind, mm-hmm. or even that we it alludes to that Scar got his scar probably his name from, from mufasa. mufasa because scar has already challenged mufasa mm-hmm. and lost and so this is so he's doing it again stuff like that really interesting i kind of wanted more i wanted more of that mm-hmm. if you had seen that if this was the lion king for the first time for somebody do you think it's a successful film uh... oh gosh that's really hard to say i would say I would probably say yes. Yeah, I would say yeah. Because yeah. I, if you're I, not biased, this yeah. is a bit of a it's a it's a bit of a biased thing here, but not. I but I don't know if that's all the time on the Disney remakes because I wasn't biased against Cinderella or even Aladdin, which I quite enjoyed. No, I, I enjoyed Aladdin, and I like fun. and I like Aladdin in the movie too, and it was fun. This wasn't that there were two different tones going on. There mm-hmm. was like. I want to be make a serious version and try to adhere to. I'm going to make a serious version and try to adhere to the cartoons likeness at the mm-hmm. same time, and it just didn't strike the balance the correct way. The likeness felt awkward at times. Yeah, it didn't it never it never really fit together. The what didn't feel awkward was the the version their version of lion sleeps tonight because it set you up oh, you're like oh this is fun it it's excellent. like timon and pumbaa and they're singing and then like all the other little animals kind of join in and you're like oh i'm getting into groove and then nala attacks and you're like <laughs> yeah how'd that happen <laughs> that was excellent yeah that was really that was fun so my question going back to maleficent oh, um i so 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 maleficent <gasps> is an excellent example of going in a completely opposite direction because the lion king you could say is adhering too closely and mm-hmm. Maleficent is going f- out in left field, way out in left field. It's so far past left field. We're actually now inside a soccer field. We're not even. 
We changed sports. We changed sports. We're not even playing baseball anymore. Now we're playing soccer. It's a different season, people. It's just, it's, I, ooh, and I gave it a chance. And I'll tell you guys, like, Sleeping Beauty is my favorite of the Disney princess movies. Right. Because the artwork is beautiful. The music is beautiful. I like the fairies. It's just, it's great. And the villain's great. She's scary. If they had taken Angelina Jolie and plopped her in as Maleficent in a Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping Beauty movie that was true to the original, like when they took Beauty and the Beast and you know, they made some changes, whatever, but it felt like Beauty and the Beast. And Cinderella, although it's very different from the cartoon Cinderella, which I love, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but it still had that same warmth and charm and Lily James just makes everything wonderful. But they, they took it in a little bit of a different direction, but in a in a good way. They made mm-hmm. it fresh but not make trying to be not trying to like play with the fad. Yeah, it was still Cinderella. It still felt distinctly Cinderella. It was just these creative licenses, like this is how we're going to make her dress look, or uh, this is how the with little like pieces of like scenes with the prince, like that. It kind of fleshed out the story a little yeah. bit more. Expansion, expansion, exactly. Not not abandoning anything that is very important. However, Maleficent abandons. Oh my god, they like trashed it. They trashed it. Yeah. The fairies I, are they, stupid. And they trashed it, a great villain, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because she like the fairies are literally stupid. They're incompetent. They have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And well, Flora Fauna and Meriwether they're in kind the kind of incompetent in the They're in incompetent, the but they're useful. Well, they're incompetent in the human world. They're mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to make a cake from scratch because sure. I know how to use I know how to make a cake for, by magic. But I'm l- learning how to be like a human person. Uh, and hiding the fact that I'm a fairy. But, like, when the time comes and they get to step up and, like, actually help, they're like, yeah, we're going to, like, shield Philip and we're going to give you this, like, sword that's, that's going to kill the dragon. Like, they do true. stuff. They actually get stuff done. And in the in the live action one, they're like, duh, 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 duh. we don't know what we're doing. We're terrible parents. Um, and then, like, Maleficent, like, creeping in on the baby and, like, having the, like, she's, like, off old flame of the king. and like, it was, It's ugh. very strange. Oh, and then she, it's just like a, it was just an excuse for Disney to be like, we have a badass female villain who's like strong and independent and like she has cool outfits with like bird bones and like jaw bones. And like, I don't know what that's all about, but it's like uh huntress she's chic. She's I don't know. Fierce. Yeah. Yeah. She's really good at taking natural artifacts and forming them into rock star clothing. All right. So at, so would you say. The Lion King is more successful than Maleficent. Oh, yes. But would you say The Lion King is more or less successful than Beauty and the Beast? I think Beauty and the Beast is more successful. And I wasn't too crazy about it. No, me either. And I think Beauty and the Beast is I think Beauty and the Beast is a little bit better because there's still a warmth to Beauty and the Beast mm. that doesn't exist in The Lion King. And I think that's actually the biggest fault of the film because Apart from some of the fl- flat acting, because they're acting mm-hmm. with their with their like their oh your face will be mocapped and like but don't you needed voice act you really needed voice actors yeah. and then um, now the Jungle Book this here's the thing though the, the Jungle, Jungle Book, Book had one human actually they had a few humans because they show Mowgli like as a, That's as a right. little boy whatever but Mowgli adds like the warmth to it if that makes sense it's yep. not just watching a CGI cartoon. That's correct. Yep. This just maybe maybe it's the CGI that makes it feel like cold. Maybe, yeah, because you can tell there's nothing there, as opposed mm. to, 
I don't know. That's why I say like marching with penguins or whatever like works because they're real. And so even if the story is fabricated by editing and narration, like they're they're real. So you feel something for them. Although I did still feel something when Mufasa died. I I cried. It was, yeah, almost macabre in a way that you're like, that's very real. Though it's shot slightly differently. So like you're a little bit further away from how horrible it is until symbol lies down and that's when i lost it i was like I was oh like, you cried I, oh yeah you cried <laughs> yeah very silently didn't want to be like the kid in the back yeah you know? oh my god <laughs> yeah so anyway one last thought on on lion king anything anything uh, one last thought i i would say it's like not like a horrid movie i i no i think i think it might it. be yeah. like i think it would be worth watching just to satiate your curiosity yeah but it was very pretty, and the Mulan. So I'm glad that they they show the Mulan trailer because the Mulan trailer looks gorgeous. Well, I think see, see, Mulan is I hopefully sits in that Cinderella category where it's like, yeah, this is the story, but we're gonna do some stuff with it. Yeah, because it doesn't really look like this is not a shot for shot remake. Which actually, the Lion King unfairly is also not a shot for shot remake. You no, know, like it's the, the opening sequence. Circle of Life was like, wow, I've seen this before. But yeah, but the the opening sequences, but the rest of it, the rest of it is, mostly seems fresh. There's some maybe key shots that stick in people's minds, but there's some the stuff fight they between didn't Simba do and Scar was excellent. That was like that was cool. Like actually, slow mo, but I needed the music. Yeah, yep, I the agree. Music. It wasn't there. Maybe it was at theater. Maybe oh. we should just watch it at home and just like pump the sound. I'm gonna have to like listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, see if it's there. To it. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so and your that's final a, thought. Sorry, I, uh, I don't remember. Okay. I think I said it. I think it's worth seeing because it's pretty, but at, but it's I wouldn't expect much from it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should IMAX 3D. Maybe that would feel better. I don't. Maybe know. that's why it looked flat. Maybe it was yeah. meant to see, it'd be seen in 3D. Maybe. I mean, I actually saw The Jungle Book in 3D, and it really added a very immersive experience. Mm. And so, but I usually don't like 3D. I mean, it so, makes me dizzy. Yeah. So maybe this would be worth watching in 3D. So, all right. Well, anyway, you can find us on BeerWithGeeks.com and Gmail and Facebook and Twitter. You can rate and review Beer with Geeks and all of the Thought Bubble audio shows at Thought on iTunes and find us other places podcasts can be found. You can go to thoughtbubbleaudio.com to check out all of the Thought Bubble audio shows and head over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio to support all of the shows. Sounds like he's on like an infomercial or something. Uh, well, I mean, it's for, quick. It's, for, it's, for our own, it's for our own shows, but I've said them so many times now that it's not, I, I hate saying it. Yeah, well. Hmm. So, but there you go. Well, anyway, Mary. Until next time. Thanks, Timothy. Cheers. Cheers.